Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. cutting-edge radio show in touch with today's issues that impact the lives of crime victims, addressing the aftermath of crime, forging a path for hope, building awareness, and empowering listeners for the future. This is Donna Argor, a.k.a. Lady Justice, your host, with my co-host, Delilah Jones, president of ImaginePublicity.com, welcoming you to today's show into our library of weekly archive shows, and it's our goal to make a difference. So uh, greetings, everyone. We welcome you to this Saturday's show and, and a, a, a nice June day here in Connecticut. And, um, of course, we have my, my co-host in uh, Myrtle Beach, South Carolina. And I want to uh, let you know that today we have a bit of a change of pace. Um, we are doing something more of a consumer nature. Uh, we always try to educate and build awareness, and this is something I've been trying to accomplish for quite a while because, as many of you know, I am a second homeowner of a vacation property in South Carolina, and it keeps me very busy. And um, today I think um, we're going to learn a lot in terms of what it takes, and if you're not living in the particular place where you have the property, it's so important to have a watchful eye on things. So uh, we're going to have our guest, Mike Parniski, join us in just a minute, um, owner of Owner's Eyes um, in the Winston-Salem, North Carolina area. So before we bring him in, I say good morning. Delilah, how are you? And um, happy Saturday. Good morning. Thank you. Happy Saturday to you, too. Um, you, know, you you mentioned this is a change of pace for the show, and I think even though it's not something you normally do, it's still something the listeners, I think, will be very interested in, especially anyone who's on vacation, uh, maybe doesn't want to stay in a hotel and wants to rent a condo. And then it's also on the other side for the absentee owner or the absentee landlord. So I think there's a lot of um, material to cover, and I think it's going to be quite interesting and eye-opening. Right, and eye-opening, owner's eyes. So, yes, yeah, um, for for sure. And um, just so that people know if they're not able to listen live, this will always be available on the archives, and we will certainly pass it around to a number of places. So with that... um, Mike Parniski um, of Owner's Eyes, he, he is an entrepreneur 
um, and has a, a, a pretty stellar background in terms of business. And uh, so I'm going to let him um, give his background because it, it is quite varied and quite successful, and I'm very glad to have him as a, a guest. So we say good morning, Mike, and welcome to Shattered Lives Radio. Thank you so much for being part of the family. Yeah, good morning, uh, Donna and Delight, Delilah. I'm delighted to to be a part of your show this morning, and uh, the topic that uh, that uh, we have chosen today is, is one that I have a lot of passion for, and I think a lot of our listeners will probably uh, not know that something like this exists, so I'm really delighted to share that uh, with you this morning. Uh, you asked me about my background. You, you had this countdown before the show. is quite interesting. It's like a rocket getting ready to launch from a pad, and, and it made me think of my background being a rocket scientist and an aerospace engineer. Uh, I, I, I call myself a uh, lifelong aviator, and I'm a pilot, and I love airplanes and rocket ships and all things NASA. So my background is really kind of in the sciences, but I, I found myself doing my passion later in life it is around taking care of things that, that we care for, our homes and our families. And, and so there we have owner's eye. And um, I'd also teach classes on a lot of different subjects that, that help make this business successful, like process management and process improvement project management and, and such, and I've been doing that for probably the last 20 years as well, and it's led me down the path to, to some wonderful people and, and some wonderful opportunities, and, and we believe Owner's Eyes is one of those things that can, can really make an impact for people's lives going forward, and so I'm excited to be able to share anything I can about it with you today. Uh, well, like I say, I think you, it sounds like you're very well-versed in a number of areas, and and you came upon this because you you saw this as a personal need. And believe me, when I embarked upon this venture for myself, for my retirement, for my vacations, my enjoyment, um, I was a bit naive. And I can go into that a little a little bit later. But in terms of how you know, all of us have very busy lives, and we want to be able to take a break and enjoy ourselves, and we want to be able to trust that where we have chosen, uh, whether we're a property owner or, or for a vacation, it is going to kind of meet, at least meet some minimum standards. I mean, di- people's standards are different. But um, can, can you tell us um, what was your normal pattern prior to um, developing owner's eyes in terms of, you know, you and your wife and your children taking a, a vacation, and 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 then you saw this need, right? How did, how what happened prior to opening this business with you? Yes, I think you know necessity being the mother of invention. I think is a is a great um, uh, was what this was all about. We were on a vacation in a in an island property in Baldhead, uh, North Carolina, yeah, which is also the place where we were married and had a wonderful memories. And so we went back with our children for the first time when they were a little old enough to travel, and we went to a rental property there. And thinking that everything was going to be, you know, perfect, we got there and realized upon our horror that the home was infestated with, with uh, baby spiders and, and uh, things that you didn't see until the morning when you woke up because we got there late at night. And we realized that the place was not being taken care of like the owner had thought or had, you know, would prepare the place to be for renters. And so uh, I woke up in the morning seeing spiders crawling on my children and my wife and me and and we spent the first day squishing them on the walls and the ceilings as they were screaming. And so you, you almost can imagine the emotional energy around that. And I, it just dawned on me, this problem seems to be a potential um, issue for a lot of renters. And because, quite frankly, when the owner's not there, 
they don't really know what is happening to their property. Is it being taken care of? Is it being serviced as it should? And it turns out that there was a, a pest uh, service that was supposed to take care of it but had not been doing it. And that's an example of how owner's eyes can help. We, we actually are on the ground where these properties are, and we regularly on a, on a schedule visit every property and, and do an inspection and report back to the owner what's happening and, mm-hmm. take, corrective, and take corrective action as needed. So something like this would never happen with an owner's eyes uh, property. And so anyway, it turned out that that's the name owner's eyes came to me when I was saying, if the owner had had their eyes in this place, they never would have let us come here because it turned out that that was a friend of our family that had rented it to us at a discount. And so, you know, I knew that it had nothing to do with intent. It had nothing to do with just the process. So owner's eyes was invented that day. And I said, we're going to do something about this. And so I looked into it for the next year. And lo and behold, everywhere we went, we found out that properties, there were a lot of complaints from owners about their property not being taken care of through the traditional property management model which had been around for years, probably 50 years, as long as there have been rental properties. And so this is a new way to say, you know what, this game is different. If you have owner's eyes, you can now know that someone's going to check on your property and they work exclusively for the owner and they report to the owner and we use mobile tablets and real-time technology to send information and pictures. And oh, by the way, if you've, if you've got a problem, it gets fixed in time before the next guest arrives because cause you're aware of it. So anyway, that's how it got started. It was a need mm-hmm. and then... Uh, we talked to more owners, and everyone had the same complaints, yet they didn't seem to have an alternative. So we thought, well, well let's try that. Do you think that it's a matter of, like, something like this, and you were renting from a friend at a discount, oh, it's just one thing that slipped through the cracks, or is this, does this seem to be a pattern of particular type of lack of maintenance and oversight? Or it, to yeah. me, I would I would compare it to, like, where I am, there there is a big management company, and I, I had difficulties in dealing with them. I was kind of overwhelmed in the beginning with all of the responsibilities of being a, a property owner. It's like a big box store compared to, you know, somebody else that takes the time. What, what, what do you have to say about that? Yeah, I think, what the, I think at the end of the day what happens is there's so many properties and so few resources to actually look after them, but yet they're signed up as a – as a client for for a property management company, and what they do, it now there there are some property management companies that do actually a good job. This is not all of them, but they're and they typically will charge more for their for their services through their uh, commissions that they take in, and often at right. a very uh, a very significant uh, commission. We are we work a la carte. We work just for the owner. We don't have any commission basis on our side. We work you know as a service provided, and we do a good job and. We think that our job will uh, get more work for us, and we'll keep doing it that way. And it's very affordable. It's you know, it's basically an a la carte, like a cafeteria. If you want someone to check on things at any time, we'll go by. We t- particularly like to go in before a guest arrives, make sure everything's all set up right, and more importantly, after the guest leaves, to make sure everything is not, you know, uh, everything is the way it should be in terms of damages or things being taken, you know, accidental damage or not. And so we do we do pre and post documentation and photographs, and we report those to the owner and, and provide that to them very quickly after the guest leaves so they can um, figure out whether the deposit's going to be held or, or you know, modified or whatever. And it's, it's really quite interesting because every owner I've ever talked to, every one of them has said they've had issues with their current model, and the ones that do not change are the ones that are in long-term contracts. The ones that are ready to change are really signing up, and it's just amazing because it must be a, a sweet spot. Everybody just wants somebody to really be honest about how their house looks and take care of it for them. Mm-hmm. Uh, can you explain to um, 
to people both from the homeowner stance because I know you 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 tested out your your property before you went with this. What should a a brand new homeowner expect in terms of oversight? Say if you have a big property manager, and then maybe what should you expect as a as a vacation as a vacation person? Just as you know, as a as a baseline yeah. in terms yeah, of services. Can- yeah, if you come in as a guest of a home that's using um, in a rent renter property uh, scenario, you could expect that the place will be private and the place so there'll be no cameras on you. Interior, you could expect that the security of the home is 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 has integrity and, and that there's not a key floating around that anybody could come in while you're in your unit. I would expect that you'd want to have deadbolts that you could deadbolt from the inside as a guest. And these are all those what I call them perimeter security issues that we help every one of our owners with. We say, look. Let's get you out of having a key. Let's get a keyless entry system. Let's get you a lock box on the outside in case someone ever gets locked out in the middle of the night. They can always get in with a key, but it's only on exception basis. Let's get you exterior cameras, if you can do it, to face outward so you can always know who's coming and going. And let's also add you a capability to know when people do arrive, you know when they're arriving because they have their code given to them. So that keyless technology is not our business, but we do work with keyless technology companies to do to set those up. And I also want to say, if you want to give us a description of our business, we are ringleaders, facilitators, uh, call them general managers of the overall arrangement that every property owner should be doing when they set their home up. We don't do housekeeping, but we work with all the housekeepers that are doing good jobs, and we bring them into our accounts and say, this is a good performer, and then we help them with that process. So we're basically a team ringleader where we, we think teamwork is the most important part of this and keeping everybody informed and communicated with and making sure things that are found or corrected immediately is, is the big thing. And so if you're a renter, you probably need to have somebody get your bookings. And so you're going to want to use a, a way to do that, whether it's on your own, like VRBO, or if you want to use one of the best, I think, um, lower cost but high service and involved vacation rental management company, which is one of our partners where they do the right. rental book. And we do the on-the-ground part as a team, and it's, it's total teamwork and coordination that makes it work. So I think if you see that kind of arrangement, then you're going to know that you're, you're, all your bases are covered and that the experience for the guest is going to be superior and, and positive. Well, yeah, Mike, can you, can you briefly walk the listeners through a typical sign-up procedure and moving forward for, uh, for an owner of a property? Sure. What, what sure. do you do first, second, third, and fourth, and where is it going to take you? Yeah, well, I think the best way to think about this is is in the life cycle, if you have just purchased a second home and you have decided that you want to provide that as a rental property for until you retire perhaps into Myrtle Beach, then or you want to buy a home and you want to just visit yourself, just, just do the first one. What you want to do is make sure that you have a good, reputable uh, setup uh, with, your, with a booking agent of sorts. And so a company like a property management company typically will do that in the in the old model, but they'll take a higher percentage, maybe twenty to thirty percent of your revenue to do that. So all the bookings and all the or more, <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. or more, right? And so if you take the alternative route, which is really what my my company started around the same time that um, another company started, and I really kind of hooked up to the wagons with them when I learned what they were doing, and they were called Evolve Vacation uh, Rental rentals and they're out of Denver and I want to just say them because they they are creating a low cost I think they take 10% but they do everything yeah, they in do. a superior I manner. I them as well. Yeah, yeah. they're a very good company versus the yeah. the mega companies and they they pride themselves on very good customer service and 
I mean, they know me very well. <laughs> yeah. So I, so you know, only, go ahead. that's only half the battle, you know. But that's an important part. So you got to get that set up first, and so you get your get your revenue um, and marketing side done, and all your handling there. And so when they do that, we get involved very early. So we start setting up the profile for on-the-ground services, I call it. And so the owners are generally handed over to us for referral. They start on the ground. Here's what they'll do. So then what I do, in fact, I have a call this morning with somebody that just called me from Atlanta, and they, they just bought a house, and they're saying we're interested in getting So they, can, they need two things. They need somebody to come in and make sure the property is taken care of on the setup to make sure they have everything they need to be successful as a rental property. And they also need housekeeping and someone to do light maintenance or you know, be there to coordinate maintenance. And so we'll do all those. We do the light maintenance, we coordinate housekeeping, and we make sure we're always keeping an eye on that place in a very dedicated, high quality. In fact, think of us as quality assurance for a rental property. And that's really what our job is, in addition to being the ringleader. And we coordinate and we keep the schedule and we keep everybody on the same page. If there's a problem, we're the one they contact. And so, so generally, so you get your, get your um, revenue partner, uh, like Evolve, uh, get owner's eyes involved to do the setup of the unit. And, then, oh, by the way, we help them get their keyless entry system set up, and we help them get their, um, you know, their property in the, in the right condition if they need to do any interior cleans or uh, renovations or updates. We do all that because we have experience with that, so we help them with their, you know, their linen upgrades if they need to do that, their pillows and fire extinguishers in every room, every floor, if that's what's needed all the dishes in the in the kitchen. So so we do that and then we get them into a the mode of getting ready to execute and we create a custom checklist of all the things we're going to look for when we go in their home. And it's and I always say this funny uh, Delilah, I don't say like most property managers would say, "Yeah, we come in and check your house." Does that mean you drive by or you drive in and look in and wave at all the rooms and walk out? I mean, are you, are you really doing a detailed look? We actually go in with a very customized to each customer list and we we verify all those important things that should always be operating. All the remotes work for all the TVs. I mean, that can be a real pain of, uh, of time to go do that with all the renters in there. They move those things around, but with we do that. batteries you need and change the yep. batteries. <laughs> if we have need for batteries, we put them in. And we have little techniques to help make that easier. We, we, you know, we have those on our website. I can, I can refer to those. We also go in and make sure that the um, things they really care for, we call those designated items, are always being photographed and always being verified as being there, whether it's a big screen TV, a piece of artwork on the wall, something they care about, they want there all the time. Maybe it's an espresso machine that somebody could walk off with. And, and we, we think it's really important to take documentation before and after every guest because that way you can attribute, if something did happen, you can go trace it back and find out when it got lost or when it got broken or whatever. And that protects the owner. And that's our most vital service is that we're there with that documentation. And it's not just that we're physically present. We're present taking notes, taking photographs, and documenting. And then we share that with the process. Uh, we share that with the owner via a dedicated folder system where we give them access to every renter um, experience with all the pictures. So, and all the so my part of this is done electronically with the owner, you know, in my state, in, you know, faraway state, and then part of it, you, you actually send them photographs yes. electronically? We actually we actually we actually populate them in a Dropbox folder system yeah. that we set up dedicated to each customer, and again okay. it's all secure, it's all safe it's you know it's the best of the, in the business I mean it's just so it's and it's all set up so that everybody that needs to see what they want to see can see it, and then and then if there's a problem you know it's not just there so you go down further to while you ask what else well if, if there's a need for a follow up we do a thing called be there service so we'll go back if the stove needs to be replaced we'll coordinate with the owner 
uh, maybe it's a Home Depot purchase, we'll be there to meet the Home Depot truck to help put it in. And we've done a lot of those. We've had major systems go out. We coordinate the heating, uh, heating and air conditioning company to come out. We've, we've had some crazy stories, I'll tell you. But having someone you can really rely on that's there for you is what we're all about. We're an advocate for the owner. We're not there to make commissions. We're not there to, to dig and gouge and nickel and dime. We don't charge to change a light bulb. If we're in there doing an inspection and we need a light bulb change, we'll just go to the owner's closet and take out a spare bulb and put it in. And and so we're the friendly. If you if almost are you guys really true? Is this too good to be true? I've heard from some of my owners recently. They said no, it's true and and it is good. And they're they're very excited to have an alternative. And we want to grow in Hilton Head where we are right now with a really good front there. We're, and it's snowshoe. And then Donna's talking me into coming to Myrtle Beach, so that might be next. <laughs> yeah, that would be good. <laughs> Uh, we mean, I mean, every resort area, I can think that, uh, Florida, uh, Myrtle Beach, um, a lot of different areas. So it's, I read on your site that you have, you know, this mantra that, that let's see, every owner in every resort, uh, you are, uh, in Erica, you're determined for them to have the opportunity to provide yes. superior rental management. That is a, um, <laughs> uh, 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 big, uh, I want you to know that, that was my big all, right? vision, and, and it still exists. And, and, and I have to tell you, you start small, and you start gradually, and you understand what you're doing so you can back up everything you say, and then you grow, and then you go. And so, but, yes, that is the goal. Every, you know, if it takes a, you know, a, a 10 years to do it, if it takes five years to do it, you know, if there are people on the ground that want to be a part of the owner's eye story, they will be part of our team because there's nothing that stops us from geography. Everything is done on the site by people that live in these communities. And I, I forgot to mention that, Delilah and, and Donna. All our agents are in the communities that they serve. They live in Hilton Head. They live in Snowshoe. They are part of the community. So they are people that are not brought in as a day labor camp thing or something. Or, you know, oh, yeah, $10. These are really dedicated professionals that live there and believe in this story and want to have, you know, a job to, to help grow this. And so they're very trusted. They're often – ex-executives and CEOs of companies, and they run their own businesses. So it's quite a story. I mean, these people are the best people you'd ever want going in your house, helping watch your house. Well, that's what you need. And I'm, I'm wondering, um, is there, because there's so few very good home watch companies, is there a big pushback for you um, in trying to break into the market as well as these these big box management companies? Um, yes begrudgingly you're kind of trying to get into that market and and insert quality quality assurance versus what they do and don't do well i think you just hit something really important is that is that um we like to look at our and again i guess i'm not going to be very quiet anymore if i say this on on a uh on a program with, with the reach as yours but we, we look at what we've been doing as a quiet pilot. We want to understand how it works. We want to really succeed and do well and do it quietly, but do it, you know, with steadfast purpose and keep it moving. And then one day you wake up and you surround yourself. You look around, you've got hundreds in every site, and, you're, you know, people are happy and people are telling their friends. And Because, you know, what's happened is a lot of the property uh, management companies that are doing a good job, they have plenty of business. And quite frankly, this market's very fragmented. There are a lot of small companies, hundreds often in some resort locations, do, doing this as individuals or as large companies. And what they've learned to do is they've, they've as you would imagine a business, they've lowered their price. So those 40% commissions are now 35 or 30. The 25% commissions are down to 20. 
I've even heard some that said, oh, our most premium properties, we're going to bring it down to 15. Well, they're getting 15% of a $10,000 rental. I mean, they're still making money. But the problem is, however, you still got to deliver the service. You got to be physically present to win. You got to be dedicated and do your job. And I don't know that they all have the resources to do that very well. So some of them are outsourcing it to folks. Some of the bigger property management companies, for instance, on Hilton Head are now starting to hire uh, inspectors to go out and do what we're doing, uh, sort of, but not quite the way we're doing it, because they've learned that their quality assurance was so bad that they had to do something. And now they're starting to respond. So I think you're going to see a lot of that, Donna, and I think you're absolutely right. But we do this. This is our passion when we wake up every morning, and this is all we do, and we want to do this so well that nobody even suggests doing anything else. Mm-hmm. Oh, my God. I think, you know, oh, looking at some of the worst-case scenarios, um, what's a good, what happens if there's a problem within the, um, within the, the building or within the condo that is, is so bad that the renters have to move? How is that handled, and, and do you even get involved in that? Yeah, that is, one of the, that is one of the issues that has occurred in some of the scenarios. And quite frankly, when you have a rental property, when you're renting from individuals who are using a system, whether it's VRBO or HomeAway, whatever, then when there's a problem with a house, and that's why readiness and quality is so important to make sure you're always on top of. If that house ever comes out of commission or comes out of the service, you know, can't because of the, something's wrong with it, there's really not a good answer for a backup home. There just is not. It's not like a Marriott. Well, we'll give you another room up on the on the sixth floor. There's just not enough. Um, I call it backup inventory or property that you can put people in. So it makes it even more important. And this is generally for the entire vacation rental business. I mean, I have to tell you, most places where they're very busy during the beach season, there are not a lot of properties that are sitting there waiting to take a backup, you know, as a as a backstop. So it makes it even more important that you stay on top of all your get ready stuff, whether it's high maintenance or whether it's you know, primary cleaning or, you know, the place that's been kept an eye on. So, if, you know, if you saw an AC system getting ready to go, you caught it early so you could get it fixed instead of having it break, you know, when someone arrives. I mean, all those things are part of the story. But the real truth is, uh, Delilah, there's no backup house that you can move people to easily. And it's just, it's just especially during the busy high occupancy times, it's just not. Even the ones that have a lot of backups, it's just, it's just very difficult to move logistically and have those homes, you know, ready to go. So what does that say? It says you really got to be proactive and preventative and be on top of this all along the way if you're renting your property out as a single, you know, renter. Mike, can you give us an illustrative example of maybe um, a, a consumer that had a, a horror story and as a result of that then – Yes. Then contracted with you, just so that yes. we we know the the scope of what can. I know we know spiders are bad, but yes. are there things that are more impactful? Well, you know, there's things that you'd expect, and I'll tell you a few that that we've seen. One was a, an owner had met, invested in a lot of new furniture for an extra bedroom above a garage, and you know, for like the children's room or for that you know the extra room, and they had just ordered all this new furniture, assembled it, and put it in place. And then the next renter came in, and literally they must have turned it into a trampoline room or, you know, a, a place where the kids just, just they destroyed the bed. They broke all the legs off the, the feet, and, and, you know, and this was brand-new, white, you know, um, sort of bunk bed sort of furniture. And we were in there that checkout. We took all the photographs, 
and those guests left, and they never said anything. And then they were surprised to, to see that we had photographs, and we and and so we basically used the the documentation to to, to put a claim in and to and you know some guests have insurance and some do not. Some have some coverage as part of their rental experience. But the most part, though, anybody that's insuring these always want documentation, and they always want you know claim times to be within 48 hours or so, or whatever the time is where they need to you know show that this was damaged. And we went in and we took photographs and we said, look, this wasn't here this way. And we sent it off and that owner got reimbursed wholly. Okay, and that's for broken furniture from rental guests. We've had guests that have actually done really bad things to the homes. And would, and this is an example of one that if they had used owner's eyes, they would not have been in where they were. This is a place up at Snowshoe, West Virginia. Somebody had backed into their garage. They have garages in these units. And, it's, and they had their rack on, their, um, on the top of their, their car and they forgot to uh, bring it down, and when they pulled back mm -hmm. out, mm -hmm. they damaged the door. And then they, they were able to force it out, force it open, get out of there, close it forcefully, and then leave. And then nobody knew what happened. And that property sat there for about a week, two weeks. And then the next guest came in and said, we can't get the garage door open. And then pretty much you know the rest of the story. The damage to that was several thousand dollars. And that's an example of something that we would – document that because we make sure everything operates we open doors we make sure everything is working with wi-fi the tvs you know the, everything that's there and that would have been captured and those people would have been on the hook for that but in this case we couldn't attribute who did it so guess who pays for it the owner and, and well, right. when, you, when you collect a a deposit from a renter do they have to pay beyond that deposit? I know you can keep the deposit, but I yeah. would imagine, depending on the severity of the damage, um, how does that That's work, right. just so property uh, owners would really, know? Yeah, generally there's going to be a credit card on account that was used for the reservation, but not always. Sometimes people pay you know, other ways. And, and and quite frankly, getting, getting your money back for damages is a case of um, – pursuit you know and if you've got a credit card number and you can use that but sometimes that gets shut down but but, but you have no chance and you have no way to get that money back and at minimum you want to get your deposit back but if it goes beyond that you need to have documentation and proof that they were the ones before and after there was no damage now there's damage and all those things are going to be part of in a lot of cases the insurance company that is backing that owner of that rental reservation right they will they will cover it and that, you know, whatever it is and so we encourage people to get insurance and so does Evolve. Yeah, that's part of our process with Evolve. And I know I had a minor uh, problem with the door for the, the laundry, and somebody pulled it off the um, hinges or whatnot, and we submitted a claim, and it was a fairly seamless process. But what I, that's what I like about Evolve is that they've got so many sort of backup systems, and they um, choices with respect to paying for the extra linens or paying for this or that so that the homeowner isn't burdened with every nickel and dime, as you say. Yeah. I, I just wanted to let people know, too, that it's quite a responsibility with respect to the bookkeeping because yeah. not only do you have a mortgage, you have condo, HOA fees, you have an insurance company that you have to uh, deal with and pay. Um, yeah. People right. view you with these short-term renters as essentially as a hotel. So you have to pay 
state, local, um, state, local, and county taxes. You have to uh, get a business license, and as as um, Mike has alluded, get a good marketing company. There are um, attorneys and CPAs involved, so it is very involved. It's, Yes, if people that's right. think they can just go into it and, oh, I'm going to buy this property, and then these people are just suddenly going to flock to my property, and I'm going to make all this money. Um, yeah. Yes, you can do that, but it's a lot of work, isn't it, Mike? It sure is. And, and I have to tell you, it's so intimidating that some people, they don't know where to begin. They don't know what to do. And there are pieces and, and parts. I mean, the old phrase, you know, pieces and parts. But there really are there are pieces and parts that do need to be seriously considered and then and then working together that provides the solution for you when you're not there. You live in Ohio or you live in New York and your home is down in Myrtle Beach. You really are at risk because you are not there to protect your asset or to protect the process of renting your property. You're really in giving it to someone else. And if it's not happening, the truth is no one really knows until something very bad happens or a very bad review is online from a from a customer who was there that had to go through and endure problems. And it's just a big reactive, ugly sort of scenario after that where you're trying to, you know, blaming and accountability and, oh, my God. So it's really, a, I think it's a it's a story where if you have the solution, you have to know all the parts. So having the front end where you've got the right partner to help you set up is really vital. And then when you execute your actual rental experience, then you've got to have boots on the ground. And I hate to say it that way, but truly have boots on the ground with cameras in hand in a, in a documentation format that allows you to capture and document what's going on and then the ability to correct it quickly with the right resources on the ground, whether it's a maintenance uh, provider that you have or, you know, we do a lot of light maintenance, but you might need something more than that, you know. But you need to have that kind of process, and that is what any renter experience that's positive has behind it. If you go to any major hotel, and I won't mention any names here, but any major hotel with a good reputation I spent a lot of time on our vacations in Orlando when we go down to visit um, Disney World and what have you, and I just sort of look at the amazing process behind the scenes on checkout day and check-in day. It's quite frankly amazing. Or a cruise ship. You see all those people leave, and then everything's right. getting ready. The next group Very comes out. Very efficient. Yep, they're efficient. There's a process, and, you know, there's somebody doing something important for that. So we are sort of that owner's eyes, sort of I call it the captain of the ship, making sure everything is being done. In including the setup at the beginning. And then after that, it's a matter of helping the owner when they're not there. We're the advocate for the owner. That's really what we are. And we don't do it with a gouge and nickel and dime process. We do it with a fair and reasonable uh, pricing schema that allows people to choose how often they want us to help them and when to help them and how much. It all depends on how big the house is, typically. You know, bigger right. houses, right. a little bit more. Smaller Can you places. tell us about your, like, how many staff? Um, is adequate to run an operation such as yours and the amount of communication. I, I think the three things for me that are very important are trust, yes. fairness in pricing and fairness in just dealing with you business-wise, and communication. Yes. I'm a big communication person. Um, yes. So do you agree with that? Yes, I do. I think trust and integrity are everything. In most situa situations, you'll see that that's true. In this case, it's even more so. And a lot of times you won't even know that, that you shouldn't trust somebody because you actually are not there to see or understand until there's a problem. So, so that one's hard to measure, but we measure it because, you know, that's what we do. And we, we send, um, you know, timestamp uh, reports. We take photographs. We, we're there. You know, if there's a problem, 
you know, and it also comes over time through the relationship and the communication and dialogue that you have with the, with the client and the customer. And we are there to make the experience positive for everybody, the guests and the owner. And we do it through relationships with all the vendors because they all want to do a good business. And, oh, by the way, we like to grow with companies that are like-minded. So the housekeeping companies, for instance, on uh, Hilton Head, Scott's Cleaning, Daviani Scott and her very um, ambitious and growing small business, but, you know, an example of a company that wants to do well because there's plenty of work there if you do a good job. And we have been working together now for the last year and a half. And every time we can, we refer them to their clients. And, of course, you know, they, they do a good job, and it, it's sort of a virtuous cycle. So we measure what they do. We refer their good work to others. And if there's a problem, we say, look, this clean here didn't get done the way it's supposed to. Here's where the problem was. And they realize something happened. Okay, we'll fix that. So it's all trust and, um, and working together. And if you don't have that, it's a really bad situation. You know, you get people blaming other people and, you know, people trying to save money on the, on the, um, on the services by hiring people that are not quite up to the job. Right. You know, in the worst case, you have people stealing and not doing the job and saying they did. I mean, it, it can get ugly. I don't want to get into that too much but because I want to keep it positive. But you can have a lot of bad things. So without what you said, trust and communication, nothing really good is going to happen for the owner, and it's going to be a bad, sour experience. So, yes, uh, it's very important. And imagine um, a single person trying to do that with two properties. I mean, I sort of have it down to a science here in Connecticut, but it's it's a lot harder being in absentia with the other yeah. property. But, yeah. but thank and, and, you know, the thing is, we talked about earlier, the, the process is a little intimidating, and it takes a little while to educate and make, you know, new owners, prospects aware of all the things that are involved. And in the old days, they used to just sort of buy a property, walk over to the next office where the rental property division of the real estate company was, and they'd say, well, they'll take care of you. And, you, and they'd say, this is Bob and Cindy, and, and, you know, here you go. And then they would just take it over, and they'd say, okay, you'll get a check every month because that will be the net of the renter revenue minus the, you know, the commissions and everything. And what's happened is that model worked for so long because people got checks. But now people are very careful with their money, and they're realizing they're all, they're, the alternatives that are out there make the economics even better. In fact, the economics of this are actually the most important part for us to, to get out, to get the word out, because it's not even close. You know, if you, if you want to do a good job, which I think you've got to do anyway first, and then do it at an affordable rate, there will always be business for everybody. Everywhere we go, somebody will want to have our business. If we don't do a good job at any price, you shouldn't want our business. We shouldn't be there for the business. So, but it's, it's truly, truly a price-driven thing now, and it's awareness. You've got to know what's in, you know what you got to do for it you got to know what's involved in it and, and 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 so when people say your thing is too good to be true we say well uh, I'm glad you said that but it is true and it is good and you know talk to some of our customers they'll tell you it, it's you know they wouldn't do it any any other way you know now that mm -hmm. they've done it they wouldn't money in their pocket or money in the other person's pocket you know which one do you want is kind of how they look at it now yeah. Um, well, Mike, how do you go about – I mean, you maybe your company doesn't even do this, and maybe the management companies do, but screening guests. What kind of tips do you have for listeners who um, don't have the ability to do that on their own, and how deeply is, um, let's say, an, an investigation into someone's background done? Mm -hmm. It's funny you bring that up because the a good a good rental uh, partner like Evolve does a good job of that. They've learned through all their thousands and thousands of, of guest experiences with data which ones to 
be careful with. And so on our website, I've got owner's eyes tips regarding this because we really have learned a lot about it, and I'll share some of those with you now. You know, the intelligent and careful uh, screening is the, very, is the key. And, you know, if you can prevent a problem from coming into your home, it's better than trying to, to fix it or, or, you know, do something about it. So we like to have our renters all be 25 years and older. It, it eliminates a lot of problems with young kids who are looking for a place to have a big party and, and all the damage right, that ensues. Right. So we always take a, a picture of, we say, give us a picture of your driver's license and fax that with you. With your, with your, this is if you're doing VRBO by yourself, for example, if you don't have Evolve doing it for you. So we, we, say, we say that. We also think that having a, um, a personal conversation with the renter is very important so that you don't have all this, what I call, are you talking to a robot or a computer or are you talking to a real person? Well, quite frankly, these homes that you, these guests are going to be going into are, is somebody's home. So we often say um, you're going to see pictures of our family. You're, it's personalized. It's not a hotel. It's not a Marriott room. It's, it's, a, it's a real room. It's a real home for, for people that, that visit this as a second vacation home. So we like to personalize it. So we also like to personalize the conversation. So if someone named Harry is going to rent it, we want to talk to Harry on the phone and have a dialogue, not just an email, but an actual dialogue. You can learn a lot from somebody by talking to them, and then you also can get them to commit to take care of your place a lot better. And it's just a personalization experience, and that's just another sort of nuance to being good at screening. If you have a bad feeling in your in your mind, or you have a sort of this idea that this is sounding like a like a like a party getting ready to happen, and 20 kids are going to be in there, uh, then then you do what we call a flyby, and you create a. And this is what we do for us: is we send an owner's eyes person by to see how everything's going, make sure there's enough towels, you know, is everything working fine, and we make a physical presence to let people know that somebody is right outside the door. We're here working. watching, right? We're here watching. Yeah, we're watching out for you, the owner, but we're watching. And, oh, by the way, is everything working? Because when we came in, everything was really good. Uh, uh, the Wi-Fi works. Everything's cool. Yep, yep, everything's cool. Oh, by the way, uh, we're going to come in and check afterwards so that, you know, if anything ever happens, the next guest has got the same va- advantage. And they're like, oh, okay. So apparently they know that somebody is watching. Not a camera, but a, a process is there to protect the integrity of that home. So these are things that help keep your place from getting damaged. Now, you can't prevent everything. There's always going to be something that happens. And, and if you ever want to be, um, if you want, ever want to go to a fun house down in Orlando and all the mirrors and all the little funny rooms you can go into, okay, the rental property management business has a lot of funny turns that you just cannot imagine until you get into it, what can happen. And uh, guests do crazy things. For instance, we had a guest one time, we have a, a customer with a keyless entry system. Well, they used the keyless entry system when they got there. Everything was great. Well, then they decided they were going to deadbolt the door for security, which you're supposed to do at night when you go to bed for your own security. They deadbolted the door, and then they went out the back door and then locked it. Then they tried to come in the front door on the returning from skiing, and they realized that the keyless entry wouldn't let them in. Well, of course, with the deadbolt. So they destroyed the deadbolt in the door oh, to yeah. get in. So you think, well, how did that happen? How did somebody deadbolt the door? How did they do that? Well, then we've, you know, if it can happen, they'll do it is sort of the, the mantra that comes out. So you can almost expect anything to happen, and you've got to be really ready for that. And, and it's, not a, um, it's not comfortable for some people to have that uncertainty, but you've got to be, sort of know what you're getting into when you rent your property out. Stuff's going to happen. You know. Don't get yeah. fancy materials inside your house, high linens and, and things that can be walked out or broken easily, whatever. You have to sort of robust your house, you know, make it so that if it did get gone or it got broken, you could just replace it pretty easily. So we go through some tips like that as well. 
Mike, what's your thought about, you know, the thing I always have a dilemma about is the owner's closet and, you know, putting a lot of stuff in there and not putting your best stuff out because of the fact that, you know, something could happen. And not that I'm going to mistrust all of my guests, but, you know, when I go there, I have to take out a bunch of stuff from this little tiny closet that I can use because I don't want things to walk. Is that just a... A fact of life? That is a fact of life, unfortunately. But it's it's smart. You know, you, you kind of don't want your place cluttered too much. You want renters to have a feeling that they're in a nice place and got everything they need. But you don't want to have those little extra things sitting out to just clutter or, or, or to be tempted to, to get lost or taken in some cases. Right. Uh, but you got to know where your battles are. I mean, I know some people think, oh, my God, I'm not going to – I'm not going to put batteries out because the kids are going to, you know, they're going to take it just for their devices or whatever. Well, you know, that's one of those battles I decided as a renter, you know, guidance counselor. I say, you know what, do you want people to be able to use the remote control when they're there easily and find batteries easily, like the AA batteries in the drawer in the kitchen, for example? Just go to Kirkland's and get yourself or go to uh, Costco and get you a big old box of those and put them in there. Don't worry. But, you know, most people are going to say, oh, these are for the house. Same with light bulbs. Have light bulbs next to every drawer of every bedroom that has a dresser with a lamp and just have it right there so that the bulb burns out, the guests can kind of fix it themselves. And You don't you know, want that, to have things to turn off turn off the renters, so there's certain things you have to be flexible about with that. That's exactly right. And then right. we were just talking the other day about a, a customer, uh, Bob and my, and my team down in Hilton Head, about a customer they went into, and apparently – Families have creative ways to take all the remotes and move them around the house. And and then, you know, when you go in to verify that all the TVs work, it takes longer. It could take us 20 minutes to 30 minutes to make sure that's working. I mean, that's part of our service is that a guest is not the one that's going to find that the TV doesn't work. We want to find it. So they come in and just, well, we had a guest come in there one time, and they said, well, I couldn't figure out how to turn the TV on. Well, turns out somebody had pushed the wrong source on the remote control and accidentally, and they couldn't figure out how to get the TV to work. And they, it was an irritant, and they had to call Bob in the middle of the night, hey, help me with this, and it took two minutes to solve. But that's an example of, of the kinds of things that you want to always have, make that easy for all those things to be um, a satisfier, not a dissatisfier, you know, for a guest. Cause they're gonna, and the same with Wi-Fi. Have passwords readily available if you have Wi-Fi there. Don't make it become a mystery. What's the Wi-Fi password? You know, and make sure that's all working because everybody comes to their renter prop, uh, vacation rental property with, the expectations they're going to get a hot zone, you know, they're going to get Wi-Fi. So right. that's really important. Make sure that's all working. And that's part of our checklist, by the way. We go and make sure how, that's all working. How important do you feel are reviews after the after experience, and how would you incentivize that? Yeah, those are very important. And quite frankly, most people that search for a property now, if they don't see five stars, for, for multiple, because there's always some uncle that can give you a good review because they want to bump your thing up. But but if you've got a dozen, you know, half dozen uh, fives on there, you know, five-star reviews, uh, then people say, okay, it's past the, the peer-to-peer feedback, right? It's, it's a good property. If you have less than fives or threes and twos now and then, you know, as long as they're explained with some kind of a response that says, oh, yeah, we had this problem with the H- HVAC. We got the guy in to fix it. Sorry about that. Well, you know, we'll give you a date next year or whatever. It's always the goodwill of the owner that saves the day when you have a bad experience like that. Something because nothing's going to be perfect every time. You're not going to have perfect. You're not going to have everything go perfect. Oh, that that's your goal. And often when their things do go wrong, they say, Oh yeah, we called Bob and he came out right away and he helped us with our 
you know, getting us back on the on the uh, get the DVD player to work. In fact, we've even had a case where the DVD player didn't work, and we went to to Target or Walmart or someplace that night and brought it over to the house and said, "Here you go," because they had kids, and it was so important for them to have entertainment options for the children. Sure, and, on the spot. Yep, and so that's the kind of stuff we'll do. We'll run down there and you know and and make that happen, and and that's all part of that. We care for the customer, we care for the owner, we want to make the experience really positive. And so, you know, our contact number is on every rental, you know, that we serve. And so they call us and we go out and take care of that. Can you talk a little bit about historically? I know we had mentioned how um, it used to be you just retrieve the key and we'll send you a check and see ya and everything's great. (laughs) What about the the concept of the snowbirds and having renters. Um, and I think that maybe is mostly an era gone by where you can find a really good renter and they're there for six months and you get another one and you're all set. <laughs> I, I don't know that that's happening as much. Can you talk about that yeah. in the industry since you're sort of cutting edge now? Uh, I would think that, you know, as a, as a person that owns a property, you have a couple choices and, and the short-term vacation rental is one option, but the other one is to have a long-term rental that that you and it's a good one. You have to have a you know someone who's a good citizen, takes care of your place, doesn't you know doesn't trash the place or abuse it or whatever, and they can sometimes really help you with your you know with your situation because they pay every month and you know you're generally going to get less money right. using the term, but you're going to have stability and you're going to have the cash flow and you don't have to manage everything so much. And, but they're hard um, to find. And they're hard to find, and you can get um, you can can run into trouble. We've had our own in-laws had that problem with a renter from Canada, and then suddenly they, you know, they couldn't pay, and then you, you know, do you kick them out, and then you know, then they suddenly start paying again, and it, it can be very difficult. So I say with a caveat that you have a good renter. Now that's one option, and in, now the more lucrative option is to take your property. Oh, by the way, that the downside of that one option is that you can't get into your place that you the beautiful place you bought on the island or whatever and you can't go visit your own place cuz it's um you're the proud owner but you have tenants in there you yeah. can't even use your property right. i mean you that's can't what, stop by and use it yeah yeah so with a short term rental you can you can do the you know memorial day to labor day heavy season say down in you know hilton head for example i know that area very well or any place in Hill, um, myrtle beach or charleston during that season it's very rented right it's very um occupied and then on the, on the shoulders, you may get some rentals, but you have your whole place to yourself from January or from October through, um, say, uh, March. You can come and go, and you can do what you want. You can do different things. But you have to have the ability to manage it during that robust renter season, right, when you have back-to-backs on every Saturday for the most part if you filled it up. And that's where you get wear and tear, and that's where the owner's eyes is really important because you got to really keep an eye on your place. And, and most of the things that happen happen because you're not there keeping an eye on it. And the the renters are not trying to cause trouble. It's just the nature of wear and tear. And by having a good documented service advocate like Owner's Eyes, we end up becoming um, the person that catches something so you can fix it so the next renter doesn't have a dissatisfaction experience. Or we're there to actually catch somebody taking something they shouldn't have, and then we you, know, you, you, you make it whole again or whatever. But it's always being there on, on every turn, documenting everything that you need to document and then reporting that and then doing something about it if you have to. And that cycle goes on from, from Memorial Day through Labor Day every Saturday. And um, that process is your second option. And, and you can make a lot of money doing that because there's a lot of premium that's added to these rental properties during, during these seasons. 
Mm-hmm. And hopefully you get re- repeat renters that are good, but, again, there's no guarantee. Yeah, we, we have some property owners that have had guests that say, we want to book right now for Christmas holiday because we want to ski in the same house every year, and we you just keep our deposit, we'll be back next year. That's your ideal situation as a as an owner of a property. You want as many of those as you can get, and you you get those by deserving, uh, by by earning those, by by doing well with your taking care of your property and taking care of your customer. Like Do you feel like there's a magic formula in terms of the number of, of days for renters? I, I feel as if I don't want to have somebody in there for two days on a Friday and Saturday during high season because they could get like Animal House and the, uh-huh. the, the wear and tear is too much. This is not Motel 6. This is my home. Uh-huh. Right? Yeah. Yes. Well, you know what you just said is really important. And using a company like Evolve Vacation Rental Management, Evolve Vacation Rental, they actually will say, owner, do you want to block out any times? Perhaps you know there's going to be bike week or or perhaps you know there's going to be uh, this event where you're going to get a certain kind of um, guest that's going to probably be putting more wear and tear on there than you want. You can actually just block that out and say that's owner reservation time and nobody's going to book it. And that's the power of using a, a good partner like that versus another one that says, no, we can't have any blockouts because we're just trying to make revenue off of you. So every week we want to fill it up. And and, and it, not, no one ever says that explicitly, but that's kind of what the what the take is on that. So I would say having the ability to block things off for certain weeks or certain event periods. Or a minimum actually, number of days. Yeah, exactly. You can right. put minimums in there. And um, you can you can actually go down to fewer days if you really want to fill your place up with three and four day visits instead of seven day visits, for example. And we've had some owners do that very well, very successfully. And um, that's something that some property management companies will not do. They'll just say week to week is all all we do, and that's not really right for an owner. You should have the flexibility. Mm-hmm. Can you can you discuss a little bit about the affordability of your? I know you talked about Alacart services. Mm-hmm. How affordable yeah. is your service? Yeah, we are. Um, we think that a fair price for a property is is something that, if you think about it, you know, the value proposition is this: if you're going to have guests in your place, what's the cost? of a bad experience and, you know, if they cancel next time or they put a bad review on it, I mean, it's almost like the commercial, it's almost priceless, right? You can't even say. So we look at our service as a, as a risk management prevention service. It only makes sense. It's just common sense. It's peace of mind knowing that, you know, maybe everything's okay. Maybe the cleaners did their job. Maybe these guests are good guests, but this is when someone wants to really make sure that that's the case and also wants to document it. So typically we're going to charge, for a two-bedroom two condo, which there are quite a few of those, uh, about $30 every time we visit and do an inspection. So think about that. Mm-hmm. That's generally between 1% and 1.5% or 1% and 3% of your of your revenue, typically for that property, depending on where it is. Mm-hmm. Okay? If it's a larger property, maybe three, four, or five bedrooms, it's going to go up proportionally because the amount of time to inspect it and do the job goes up. So it can go up to maybe 59 69 depending on and it's a la carte so if you only want to do a checkout inspection we'll do that if you want us to just do a check-in we'll do that if you want us to kind of fly by we'll just do that so it's really very flexible and very fair and it's never more than one to three percent of the of the revenue depending on how much you're making for that time period and you can do as little or as much as you want so it's in control of the owner yeah so affordability yeah it's very high we've had people say 
Is that all? Is that what else? You know, and, and um, no, that's it. You want to make this just like Evolve Vacation Rental does. They, they make it very easy for you. You don't charge. They don't charge anything until they get a booking, and then, and then it's only 10%. Right, and uh, you get the money for the deposit up front, and then 30 days prior to them actually staying, you get the money uh, to complete the the entire stay. So you're not waiting for your money either on the other end. That's right. That's exactly right. And then, you know, that's right. And and we think that when our service is performed, we don't do a just trust us, we were there. You're going to get a report. You're going to get a – you're going to get a, a – a detailed um, checklist of things we went through, and if we if it didn't mean if it didn't you know all remotes work, all TVs work, we check that off. That means we did check every TV, and we have we take pictures of the TVs running. Typically, there'll be a you know an on-screen shot you know of the TV functioning, so we'll know it's working. I mean that's the level of detail we go to. We think that's what owners really deserve, and yeah, it's not they, just they truly do. Can you tell us, um, Mike, we have about maybe five minutes or so left to the show. And I know that you have plans for expansion in the future, and you're in Hilton Head, and I understand um, maybe Florida, but how can we help you with this show? Um, And also, you know, your expansion plans in the future. What is it that you would would like uh, from people listening to the show or from uh, some people that may be living in the area that can help if they're interested in maybe procuring their services in the future? Yes. Um, we, we are, you know, we believe that we can go to any location where there's resort properties, you know, enough of them that we can start a business and support it. And right now the only thing stopping us is, is our choice of locations. Right now Hilton Head and Snowshoe, West Virginia. One's a ski resort for the winter, so we're very busy there. And then the other place is a summer resort. But Myrtle Beach is on our list. So if, if, if we get enough calls, I will. You know, our processes have been honed and developed in, in building teams. Uh, is something we, we can do qu- pretty quickly. And But our process has been blueprinted. We know what to do. And we have um, the booking agent or uh, partner that can get us business and start setting them our way as soon as we know a customer wants us. So I would say... You know, call me. You know, go to our go to our website. Give us, us your out. contact information. Yeah, if you were if to go to ownerseyes.net is the is the website www.ownerseyes.net o w n e r s e y e s dot net, and you can also call me for information directly. You contact me at three three six five seven five one zero three three. And we'll be glad to speak with you. If, you're, if we don't have anything going at your site, we'll, if I get enough calls, we'll, we'll start a site. And, so uh, you're right actually now, looking to build other, other businesses in other tourist areas if people are looking for employment yes. or if they're looking for your services? Mm-hmm. That's exactly right. And, you know, this is an example. Um, we, I, thought, I forgot to mention earlier on, I was one of the first – uh, I was the founder of one of the first virtual call center companies in, in North America back in 99. And so this is a virtual model, but the work is done on the ground. All the management, all the processes, all the communication is done centrally, you know, from from here. But the, the people on the ground, the boots on the ground and the service providers, you know, we could, we could ramp those up pretty quickly if we have enough business in the site. Now, I think Myrtle Beach is going to be a no-brainer. So, Donna, here we come. Uh, it's just a matter of me getting <laughs> over there and, and getting okay. the word out. 
Yeah. Let's and uh, other places like the Carolina beaches, the Outer Banks, are all waiting for us. And uh, I don't want to go faster than our headlights. I don't want to go faster than our ability to serve the ones we have. But, but to me, you know, if we have demand, that's a good sign to start growing faster. Yeah. Well, I think this sounds very um, credible. I appreciate your good services. And um, we all look forward to a very bright future. Delilah, do you have any parting questions or comments before we have to sign off in a couple minutes? Well, I think it's been a very interesting show. Um, this is the type of information that people just generally don't think about when they buy a property. Like you said earlier, they think you buy the property, go next door, sign them up, and you're ready to go. Um, I think you're providing a wonderful service, and I hope a lot of people all over the Carolinas take advantage of it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, and and um, thank you for giving me the chance to share and and you know provide tips to to the listeners too that may already be in the business or are thinking about the business and or know a friend. You know, if you know a friend. Uh, yeah. Right, and uh, so please do go to your website, Mike, and um, visit Evolve Vacation Rental Network because even though they're smaller, they're high quality, and we both recommend them very highly. I do. Absolutely. Yes, so I'd like to say thank you so much for being our guest, and um, hopefully we can circulate this podcast um, mutually. And we'll see everyone next week for another show on Shattered Lives Radio. So thank you, Mike. Thank you, Skyla. Thank you. Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com aware.